Welcome back to today's podcast, Life at Hobridge School, where I'm joined by Alexandra Arnold, assistant head academic, who's recently joined the school. I got to find out about what drew her into teaching, her love of dance, drama, reading, and what a perfect Saturday evening would look like. So find out more as you listen. Welcome back to Life at Hobridge School, the podcast where we speak to pupils, staff and parents to find out what it's really like. Every week we'll be talking to members of the school community to hear real stories of life in the school. Come with us as we get into this episode right now. Well, today I am joined by Assistant Head Academic Alexandra Arnold. Welcome. Hi, thanks very much for having me. Well, it is a pleasure. I mean, it's always good to get uh, new members of staff onto the podcast. Um, You joined in September, so this probably might feel like quite a big question, but how have your first five months gone? Gosh, they've gone in, in in such a blur. It really feels like I've been here forever. I'm part of the old furniture now, I must say. Um, but yeah, it's been a really, really positive start. Um, I've mastered the the room numbers and how the photocopier works. And okay, that's always very useful. Very useful, essential uh, as a teacher. But also the community have just welcomed me so well. Uh, they've been very friendly uh, and positive. And yeah, it feels very much like I've, I've become part of the Hobridge community very quickly. It's lovely. Well, that is such a testament, isn't it, to Hobridge and that feeling of kind of being able to settle in and getting to know people and things like that. What do you think you've learned so far about the school? What are some of the things you've picked up maybe partly as an outsider, but now also as an insider? Uh, I think it's it's mainly the, the feeling of the, of the school. And it's something that really struck me when I first toured the school of just, it's like when you go around uh, looking for a house, you, you get that instant feeling. And I got that feeling with Hobridge, the the buzz in the corridors and, and the general feel of the place. It's just, it's really something special. But I think more, the main thing I've taken away is just how lucky our boys and girls are to come to such a wonderful school. And of course, we're, we're blessed with such amazing facilities and, and the rich history and the wonderful staircase. But behind all of that, there's, there's such warmth to the school and, and, and a buzz to it. And the opportunities our children get uh, are amazing. But um, my daughter has started down in pre-prep as well in the nursery department. Oh, has she? Yes. How's that going? So I suppose now you're getting to see it from two aspects of the school. Well, this is it. So I really feel like I've I've fully become a fully fledged Hobridgian uh, very quickly. Uh, yes, she started in the in the nursery school. So when I finish work, uh, I kind of go pick her up and hear all the tales of of the day. And she comes home with stickers all over her jumper, messy hair, rosy mm-hmm. cheeks, and just having a great day. Oh, do you know? Well, I I had the privilege actually of um, finding out a little bit more about the pre prep in a previous podcast, and it was just so delightful to hear about all the exciting things they get up to. So, Alexandra, I'm guessing that uh, this is probably not your first teaching job. Um, <laughs> what uh, would be lovely to hear a little bit about maybe what led you into teaching and some of the things that you're, you're really passionate about? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I studied English and theatre uh, at university um, and was very much a, a bookworm through and through uh, from, <laughs> from being very young. And then I started uh, my teaching career at a, uh, a state school originally over in Farnham uh, and then moved into the independent sector and worked at Danes Hill School in Oxshott uh, for nine years and thoroughly loved it um, and then moved a little bit closer to home because I'm Guildford based with Hobridge. So it feels it feels like a really uh, lovely step both personally and, and professionally. And yeah, and carrying on despite, you know, moving up to assistant head 
keeping that that bookworm energy all the way through. Uh, so I'm still teaching uh, in the the prep. I teach uh, year seven and year six at the moment. So oh. I still get that lovely hit of, uh, yeah. of teaching. I, mean, I think it's actually parents probably listening always probably have a big question, don't they, which they ask you is, what books would you recommend for my child? Have you got any particular books that you have captured, like whether for the young adults or for the year six and year seven age that you think, oh, actually, this is a great book that I would recommend any parent to get their child? I'm, I'm a big believer in just get them reading, no matter what it is. You know, th- there's always that slight snobbery with books of, oh, they should be reading the right type of book. When actually, I just think if a child has got an interest or they're, they're really enjoying something, just really promote that as much as possible, whether that be, you know, the latest graphic novel, whether that be, you know, Diary of a Wimpy Kid, which always gets a bit of a bad rep. Um, or whether it be, you know, the sports newspaper or a magazine or mm-hmm. just just encouraging that love of reading, I think it's so important. However, I think you can't go wrong with the classics. I think Harry Potter is still, you know, mm-hmm. very popular in the prep school. Um, and, you know, some of our lovely um, Alex Ryder books are another big one. Mm-hmm. So I think just, yeah, I think encourage whatever is cool and whatever they're into at the moment, I think is the big one. If you're going to choose a character in Harry Potter, who would be your favourite character then? Oh, you're pushing me now. Um, yeah, I am. That's my job, Alexandra. <laughs> um, in previous World Book Days, I have been known to dress up as uh, Luna Lovegood. So I'm a big have fan you? of Luna. Oh, now I do think that she is underrated. She That's is. a great choice. <laughs> she also wrecked, rocks the blonde hair as well, mm. which, which I've got. But yeah, I think... I, I like a nice quirky character. I like a nice quirky person, really, in general. But um, someone who's not afraid to be themselves. Okay. Now that one we'll take. Okay, well, good to know. And how have you found, um, what are some of the things that you've most enjoyed about the role as assistant head, you know, in sort of contrast perhaps to teaching English, different opportunities? I think it's having that curriculum overview I've really enjoyed, where as a head of department, you're, you're very much encouraged to to love and nurture your area. We're actually being academic head, it's a lovely opportunity to look outside of your particular area and really get stuck in. So I've spent most of last term just just really trying to get to know the school as much as possible and observe as many lessons I can and, mm-hmm. you know, to see the, the HODs doing the things that they do so brilliantly. And I've just been struck just by how how blessed we are to have such a, a wonderful team. And the the day the children get is phenomenal. I was in Mr. Bray's science lesson the other day as they were doing a practical experiment. And I've been in Miss Beebe's English class where they're doing some wonderful group work. And it's just lovely to see the lovely spread that the children get on a day to day basis. And to to be able to you know support our hods as they as they do what they do best has been brilliant. It's so true, and it's so lovely to actually hear about some of the different things that are taking place, mm. um, and what you know what actually we're looking for. Because I think, sorry, probably some parents listening to this are thinking, yeah, what does my child do at school <laughs> day long? Because when I ask them, I don't really get to what I just get dirty clothes. Yeah, I mean, what are some of? I mean, Hobridge has got such a great reputation for academic but pastoral as well Mm. what are some of the things that you really think that are really important that the children need to learn um or sort of to be able to leave school with I think having a really good balance I think the best schools educate the whole child not just the academics but really encouraging all of you know the the really well-rounded education so I think for me, if a child leaves school and they have got a love of fitness and sport and teamwork, that's a mm-hmm. huge, huge asset. If they've got 
a really good head on the shoulders in respect of what is fair, what is right, what is just. And I think, you know, in our TPR department, that we do a lot of exploration on, on, on morals and, and things, you know, law and British values in general. So I think having that well-rounded approach, but equally really encouraging the arts as well. Um, we've got such an amazing STEAM programme with what they do. So for me, it's, despite being assistant head academic, it really isn't just about the academics. It's really about that, that well-rounded experience, a smorgasbord of subjects that hopefully the students leave the school at the end of the day feeling absolutely exhausted, but really challenged and you know, excited about what they've done in the day. And that seems to be sort of the exciting thing at the moment because the school is expanding um, and becoming sort of the leading independent school in the working area with classes up to GCSE. So you've joined at a very exciting time. How do you think this is going to benefit the local community and the school itself? I mean, you're right. It's such an exciting time for the school. We're in such a, a lucky position in the sense that there's so, you know, so many exciting things down the pipeline. It's definitely a community-based project. And it, it's interesting you use that word, actually, because it's very much... It's not just wonderful for the school, but hopefully for the for the wider working area, because I think we're providing that secondary school that, you know, we, we are very unique in our area in the sense that we are an independent senior school. And hopefully we'll allow the children to something as silly as just walking to a senior school, walking to school. I remember when I was young, walking to school was such a positive experience, both, you know, for your mindfulness, but also um, having that, you know, that local feel. And also we have the benefits of of developing a through school and we can really make it something special so that it benefits not only our older students, but all the way through the school. So we're looking at the moment at buddy and mentoring programmes and uh, encouraging, you know, whole school walks and reading sessions and we really like the idea of having our senior school students going down to pre-prep and sharing books with them and, you know, mentoring the younger students as they go through their common entrance, for example. And we're really hoping that it can be a really valuable experience for, for everyone. And I think for me, peer on peer learning is so important. I think children will listen to adults to a certain extent. And I say that even as a teacher. Um, but if another child, particularly an older child, if they say, oh, that's that's the way something's done or that's cool or that's got much more power than any adult. So I think we really want to to build on that as much as possible. And, and we want our GCSE hub to be a place for the community as well. We're currently exploring ways that we can bring exciting opportunities and speakers to Hobridge and open that up to the wider community. So it's not just our students who are benefiting from this amazing space. Well, so many different things you mentioned there and talking about the benefits for the school and for the young people, that kind of peer on peer learning. What are some of the things that you got immediately up your sleeve, Alexandra? <laughs> a number of different things. But particularly, as I said, I've, I do have a love of the arts and I think mm -hmm. encouraging that as much as possible on our um, GCSE list. We have uh, a dance GCSE uh, and a drama GCSE. So bringing that to Hobridge is a, is a big one for me. So looking at you know, partnerships with uh, bigger companies and, and bigger arts facilities would be would be a really starting point for me to look at because I love the idea of, you know, coming to Hobridge and being able to see world-class dance and drama in our, in our facility. I think that'd be really important. That is actually a really pertinent thing to be saying because obviously arts funding council, you know, all the different things have been cut so much across the UK at the moment. And there's also a fear as well, a lot of schools not kind of giving the same provision what do you think sort of dance and drama particularly brings for young people I think so much and particularly from a well-being point of view I think giving children the ability to express themselves is so important and 
every child is is different in the way they express themselves. Some express themselves on the sports field. Some really come into their own when they're you know in the drama department. And I think we need to be encouraging that as much as possible. But also, I think with the arts, it's it's windows to different cultures and different societies, and we can explore how we would have felt in other situations mm. in a way that you can't really do uh, in in some other subjects. So, yeah, at Hobridge, we're we're a big believer in in as I say, that whole whole school approach of mm-hmm. educating that whole child. And actually, as you mentioned, like the sense of empathy, like developing mm. that in young people, particularly when their like prefrontal cortex hasn't fully formed and actually the way that you support them doing that. So I'm glad that you uh, touched on the idea that one of the things you're passionate about is drama, because I did hear, is this true, you were given a leading role in the staff for Christmas film this year? <laughs> yes, un- unfortunately. Um... <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately for who? <laughs> Definitely for me. I mean... Oh, right. Okay, Alexandra, we'll, we'll make that very clear to other people. <laughs> Uh, yes, I, I would. I would argue that I was ambushed slightly by Mr. Mr. Lowry and uh, uh, Mr. Arnott, but I must say, I mean, we're as a teacher. It's, I'm a big believer in if it makes the children smile and laugh, then gosh, we we need to do it, even though if that makes us look a bit silly at times. I think it's it's part of being a good teacher. Um, but no, definitely pushed in at the deep end um, with that. But it was wonderful because we we showed the children the it, it was a kind of nativity uh, based sketch okay so that was the theme was it it was so right, mr yeah. arnott took a starring role as uh, mr poppy oh okay so the film the nativity rather than the nativity from the bible <laughs> just to clarify no no i think that would have made me mary in that situation um, no, no, yeah okay no, no. so what was your role then so um the idea was, uh, I think it was recreating a scene from Nativity 2 where Mr. Poppy right. stomps into the headmaster's um, office uh, and demands that he's involved in the school play. So uh, Mr. Arnott played that beautifully. Uh, honestly, he should be on the stage. He was he was rather wonderful. And he stomped into Mr. Webster's office. Um, and Mr. Webster and I are currently sharing an office. So I was uh, involved. I think I my raised eyebrows provided some comic fodder at some point but um yeah no it was it was lovely to be involved in it and the children we we showed it to them in the um assembly during prize giving and just to hear their roaring laugh it was they loved it well i suppose for them as well you being a new member of staff it's probably quite a good way to be like here she is this mm. is this is the sort of the other side to her and um just for anyone else listening is this on wide release this film I hope not. I hope it gets buried and this never sees the light of day again. Uh, but I have had some parents say that uh, their children have uh, had it on repeat over the Christmas holidays. So that that's lovely. To oh, hear. really? Oh, OK. So uh, good, good, to, good to know if anyone listening, get out there. Um, <laughs> right. Well, obviously, we've had a chance to talk a lot about your work and the sort of things that actually, you know, really make you tick as well, Alexandra. But what about outside of school? As you mentioned, you know, it's not always about academic and work. What would your ideal Saturday evening be oh i'm quite boring actually i must say um i'll never call yourself boring not particularly after you've uh, just talked about your uh, starring role in the school pantomime well this is it i've got hidden depths clearly yes exactly ideal saturday night would probably be uh, at home with my my husband and my daughter and just having a really good saturday night in uh we're big fans my, my husband works in film and media so he's always got a film or something on his to watch list that we have to look at um so I think probably getting a Chinese takeaway and just sitting down and watching something really good on TV. Uh, and I tend to have a jigsaw on the go as well. I told you, quite, quite boring. 
<laughs> and what type of jigsaws are you would you be picking oh gosh you see my friend ruined jigsaws for me because she bought me a wooden jigsaw there's these special right. kind of thick wood ones and like i can't go back to a normal jigsaw now i have to have a, a wood one it makes a lovely satisfying click noise when you when you put one in oh, but um really? so yes yeah, so i've got a, a nice a nice puzzle on the go and then probably go to bed read a little bit before bed and just have an early mm-hmm. night Gosh, and what do you, what do you, yeah, well, <laughs> so boring. Not, I mean, to be fair, well, yeah, but you know, it's not like school's not a busy day and everything that you're doing, yeah, you've got to keep your, keep your strength up. Um, and what are you currently reading at the moment? I'm currently reading a book called Argyle um, by Ellie Conway, which is a bit of a mystery because the uh, author is, is an unknown uh, author. So there's this big uh, film version of it being released Mm-hmm. Um, but no one knows who the author is. So I, I was intrigued by that. So I'm, oh. that's currently on my bedside table at the moment. Wow. Okay. Well, it's lovely to hear a little bit about some of the stuff you think. And just um, sort of before we finish and things like that, what are you excited about bringing in um, at Hobridge? What are some of your sort of ideas for the future and things that are kind of currently making you think, yeah, this is what I'd love to see? I think just continuing doing what we're doing. And, and that's one of the things I think Mr. Webster and the team are so passionate about is what we do and when we saw that with the inspection last year what we do is exceptional and it's so easy to take that for granted sometimes when we do it day to day and it becomes that routine but you know this really is an exceptional school and coming coming at it with with fresh eyes it's been lovely to see just how wonderful a school it is so I think carrying on with the exceptional level of teaching that we we offer the children and then looking for new opportunities just to enrich and and add to what what we already do really we've got some really exciting things coming up um miss harris has organized our enrichment day for this term so in a couple of weeks we've got a classics day which is encompassing um romans and greeks and and a lot of mythology so i'm going to be donning a toga for the day and getting involved in that and hopefully just encouraging a lot more cross-curricular events um, like that really that get the children feeling excited and how does an enrichment day work so obviously I can kind of get it from the sound of it and uh, we've now got the uh, taste of the fact that you're going to be in a toga but what what does it look like for the for the children and how, how would they kind of participate so for the children they'll be uh, taking off timetable for the day uh, which is always exciting for them anyway um, because it's throwing that routine out of the out of the window for just one day um, and they'll be doing a series of workshops so we've got some outside speakers who are going to be bringing artifacts in uh, for them to look at that have uh, come from archaeological digs uh, they're going to be doing some I think mosaic making with uh, the art department and just generally exploring the curriculum in a, in a, in a new and different way and Miss Harris has worked really hard bringing all those different um, features together. So I think it's going to be a great day f- for, for the students. And uh, as I said, I think uh, another opportunity for the staff to, to look a bit silly, which it always goes down well. <laughs> indeed, indeed. And how, how many enrichment days are there a year? Uh, this is our first one of the year, but hopefully I think we're going we're gonna to look at having a lot more. I think there's a history day last year that I just mm-hmm. missed out on um, before I joined. But yeah, I think it's it's a lovely opportunity, again, just to, just to bring everything that we do together and and have a little bit of fun with our with our learning amazing and if someone was going to pin you to a wall maybe not myself um and ask you to sum up hobridge in three words could you do it now if if mr webster was here i'm sure mm-hmm. he would say happiness confidence achievement because he's always they are his, they are his mentioned. <laughs> would you like to take his three words or do you want to offer your own <laughs> i definitely take happiness i think yeah. it it really is a happy place to be and a happy place to work and a happy place for the for the students and 
And I hope that that really does come across in everything that we do. So definitely happiness. I think exciting because as you quite rightly said, it's a very exciting time for the school. We're in a, a really interesting place in our history. And I think there's so many exciting things to come down the down the pipeline. Um, and I think I'd, I'd take that word from earlier, community, because it, it very much is a whole community effort. The whole team at Hobridge, um, whether it be the, the admin facilities staff, the, the teachers, the TAs, we are a, a, a big community uh, and we come together so well to do what we do best. Oh, well, thank you so much for giving up your time, Alexandra. It's been great to meet you and to hear about some of the things. And um, we're so glad that you've joined the school. And um, good luck wearing your toga. That's it for this episode. To find out more, check out the school website, hopebridgeschool.co.uk. Now, the next episode is coming out soon. But in the meantime, thank you for listening to this one. Don't forget to follow or subscribe so you can stay in touch. And we look forward to seeing you next time. Bye for now. <laughs>